Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment white glove exotic services check them out at cancel marco wait what no response hi i'm curtis barks with complete auto body and repair offering full service and auto repair to st louis and st charles we are looking for someone to say polo that's right we are hiring we want you now if you would like to work in a well-paying environment then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six complete auto body and repair locations will you help me find that missing person please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE that's right 636-488-4473 dad and service oh yeah and service Attention all foodies in the St. Louis area. Are you tired of bland, boring food that lacks flavor? Look no further than Pixie Dust Seasoning. That's P-I-X-Y. Pixie Dust Seasoning is a healthy, low-sodium brand with sugar-free options. We've sprinkled a little magic into every bottle so you can enjoy delicious, flavorful meals without the guilt. Pixie Dust Seasoning can be found in all Fresh Time locations and select schnook stores in the St. Louis market. If you can't make it to the store, don't worry. You can find us online at www.pixiedustseasoning.com. So what are you waiting for? Add a little magic to your meals with Pixie Dust Seasoning. Our tagline says it all. Sprinkle a little magic. Try it today. And when you visit the site, be sure to use the code name VIC so they know you came from CancelThisShow.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. And welcome to the show. It is 314 day in the St. Louis area. We're a national show. Tabitha looks at me like, what? Breaking news? Breaking news. <laughs> I'm like, 314 day. I was trying to think, what does that mean? You've never heard of 314 day? <laughs> no. Is it like a gang and thing? You, and you. No. And you, you claim. St. Louis. And you claim to be a St. I lived in St. Louis. Ga- <laughs> oh, gosh. Ga- that's what gangs do with their call sign. We're the 560 gang. No, Tabitha. We're the 314 gang. It's City Pride. (laughs) Heck, Cardinal baseball tickets, $3.14 for all Mondays. Coming up. 
Yeah. Yeah, how about that? No, 314 day. Happy Tuesday, March 14th. Scotty Gherkin around today. Lizzie Sparks, of course, always on our chat line or social media. Tap of the ass on Vic Faust, Derek Johnson on the way in. Scotty needs a cupcake. Not a vaccine, like a real cupcake. <laughs> I was going to say, what the what? hell are you talking about? A little about? cake with icing on it. What? Did you get sleep last night? No, I did not. I know. I'm looking at you. My I, eyes are so red. I didn't so either. Red. I didn't no? either. No. Last night must not, not have been a good sleeping night. Guys, you can't do this to me two days in a row. He had Budweiser flavored cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Yum. No. Well, that'll, that'll help. Yesterday, everybody was miserable. We had to kickstart the show. I'm like, damn, it's day two. Oh, I'm good to go. Trust me. The dark me. cloud that continues to flow over us and come after us. That's all right. We will press on. Anyway, cancel this, cancel this show.com. You know what we do here? If you're an all-time listener, if you're new to the show, if somebody has shared the show, please like, subscribe, all the platforms. You can watch, canceltheshow.com. You can listen, canceltheshow.com. You can subscribe on canceltheshow.com. If you're passing it on to somebody else, we would appreciate it. And, of course, you can catch all of our original content that we have there, a massive library full of content. Um, this is already, um, where is it at? I was looking for the show. What is it, 75, 76 shows? Um, we're rocking and rolling. Um, we'll continue to do what we do. There are people and forces that do not want us doing what we're doing mm-hmm. and will continue to come after us, but that's okay. We will continue to fight the good battle and do what we do here. And of course, you guys are the reason we have the show. Continue to let us know about those cancel culture stories that you want or interviews, and we will do our best, of course, to continue to bring those to you. Okay. Apparently, we're all getting dumber. And I said, dumb. Like, we, literally. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Specifically 18 to 21 or 22-year-olds. Dumb, 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 and dumber. America's IQ, for the first time. What do we got here? Is there an issue with my uh, my mic? Do you hear That's something? That's an interesting picture. <laughs> what? I don't know what's going on. I'm Tabitha came over to my phone to try to help me out. Um, anyway, can somebody give me an idea of what's going on? Everybody's looking at me weird. Oh, okay. Does this do anything better as we rock and roll? I have no idea what's going on. I know. On. I was like, um, what's going on? I'm not doing anything here. Well, I was trying to check the volume on your phone, but your phone is locked. You know what it is? I think it's Eric's, it's he- it's Eric's headphones. I hear, oh. Eric's, I hear Eric's system. Oh, I bet that is his. He, yeah. I don't hear anything. I think you guys are all in the twilight we zone. Are. I'm just talking, trying to do the show, and I'm getting looks. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> bombarded by Tab studio. from the left. <laughs> I think we're the only ones that can hear the echo because the people on the chat line saying we're fine. Well, all good. right, first of all, there is no echo. There is no echo. No, but they, they hear Eric's headphones. Yeah, that's probably what That's it what is. they hear. I hear it, too. It, yeah. His headphones are blaring. But anyway... I digress. <laughs> we will start. With, hey, welcome to Cancel This. This is CancelThisShow.com. You can check out all of our original content on CancelThisShow.com. Our video audio, you can catch us live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. And, of course, you can catch us anytime at CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate you sharing the show. As always, Scotty Gherkin here. Lizzie Sparks, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Eric Johnson on his way in. Okay, America's getting dumber. The new intelligence survey states... For the first time in 100 years, Americans' average IQ has gone down. This is probably a surprise to nobody. And the overwhelming factor of those those stats, which state that we're getting dumber, is the fact 
of 18 to 22-year-olds. They go to high school and they're the not most learning anything. uneducated ever. And we can laugh about it. Ha, 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 it's all fun. That's serious crap. It is very serious. Because um, we talk about comparing ourselves to other countries, and it's what happens. I'm a history guy. When you look at history, the comfortable, the people that sit around, oh, everything's great, life's easy, yet you forget how you got there. It's it's about the brainwashing. Remember how yesterday we... We had Donnell in to talk, Donnell Chung to talk about Donald. China. Donald. You kept calling him Donnell. <laughs> well, it sounds kind of snazzy, I, doesn't it? Donnell. Don- no, he is. Donald. He is. <laughs> looks like a Donnell to me. No, he looks like I, Donald. I mean that affectionately. Donald Chung, not Donald. Donald gives it a little more pizzazz. <laughs> His glasses had a lot of pizzazz. He's a, he was so fun. He was. And he, and he was talking about the education in China and about brainwashing. Speaking. Chinese students. But I'll tell you what, I mean, really, when you're when you think about a child, they're all a clean slate. And so anything you do is technically brainwashing because you're implementing what I hope people when they have children are implementing morals and values and education and some sports for, you know, team playing, etc. But but unfortunately, there's too many American families a lot of Americans work. They're not there, you know, with their children during those early development days. Uh, they're they're counting on the school to put that brainwashing into their children. A, a lot of parents, I hate to say it, but don't care about their kids. And the lessons these learn these kids are learning and what's being implemented on their clean slate, it, it's not good. It's not good. It's no wonder we're in a country of crisis. Um, Aaron Bland calls Donald Chung the Asian version of Donald Trump. Every time you go to say That's his name, awesome. I'm waiting for you to say Donald Trump, but it's no, nope, it's Donnell Chung. It, I love him. It's not Donnell. <laughs> Donnell. <laughs> How many Asian Americans do you know named Donnell? I love that name. Donnell. Well, I wish his name was Donnell. It's not Donnell. <laughs> his name is Donnell. It's Donald Chung. His name is Donald Chung. Donald. Like Donald Trump, but Donald Chung. Donald without the D. <laughs> well, Donnell sounds Please a lot stop snazzy. calling him Donnell. <laughs> a lot's more snazzy. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it matches his glasses. He is I snazzy. love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you well, want to... Do you was, want to attempt it one time the correct way? Make my eyes water laughing at you. It, you literally stopped calling Kamala. Cammy? K- Kamala, or whatever you, and call, you know what? I and actually, you started calling her Cammy. I don't intentionally pronounce her name wrong. My favorite, my lips just can't seem to form the right wording of her name. <laughs> so I just started calling her Cammy. Um, so we talk about us dumbing down. I mean, parents, guess what? This is on you. It's on me. It's on every single parent. You may not want to take the responsibility, but yes, it's on you. The fact that kids are dumber, arguably, than they've been in 100 years, or at least our kids and the average IQ going down for the first time in 100 years, that's on all of society. And it's exactly, exactly what the school unions want. And if you're on the school union and you are... Sitting there looking at this, what do you think about it? 
I think it's sad. And, and we knew this was going to happen when they locked all the kids down in their houses and their mom and dads were at work or there was no mom, there was no dad. And then there's some kids that were in high school that were babysitting the nieces, the nephews, the cousins, and they were not learning at all for the better part of two years. And, and Americans were even dumb before COVID. That's I true. mean, it, it added to it for sure, and especially for some of those younger kids. And I'm not trying to be a jerk by saying Americans are dumb, but, but I, I've worked in recruiting. And while we do have a few smart Americans, whenever I had to hire the really technical people, guess who I had to do? I I had to hire foreign people because there are no smart people in the United States. Well, that's the other thing. I brought it up with Donald yesterday. And by the way, Sherry says, I was going to get, I was going to hire him to do my hair until I found it was his way or the highway. (laughs) And that's kind of his way. But guess what? He has sold out, booked up years in advance, people traveling literally from all over the world to come in. Uh, with Donald, it's, but it's funny when you sit in an appointment because he looks at your facial structure, what your job is, what your activities are, your personality. He'll literally talk to you for a while before he would even think about touching your hair. Isn't that something? <laughs> That's probably why he's so good at what he does. Yeah, there's and he's there's humbleness, there's humility, and uh, you see it with him and his wife. But anyway, the the reason I was talking about bringing him up. I brought it up just a little bit yesterday, and of course, his humility, his son hates it, and his older son hated it. But guess what? As much as we send our kids to sporting events and things of that nature, which is good, and I'm a, I was a coach, and my kids are hardcore athletes, and they have been, there's time for Kumon. If you're not familiar with Kumon, it's learning math and all kinds of math, science concepts extra. Even though the kid is straight A's, he's learning more and more. And more. Good. And that, and you wonder why the Asian culture, the Indian culture in the United States is dominating with the highest average salaries, Indians and Asians above any other race. And you know why? It's not because, quote, they're getting handouts from the government, it's because they're working their ass off and putting themselves in position. And guess where that work ethic starts? It doesn't always start with the kids themselves. It starts with the parents and the grandparents and teaching. You will do this. You will do that. And you can like that. You cannot like it. But it's a reality. Go into some of those Kumon classes. Go into some of these extra tutoring sessions that are taking place. Look and see how many um, kids are in in there that are non-Asian, non-Indian. I'm not kidding. Check it out. And then, of course, COVID hit, as we talked about. We also have the, the, the situation where American families, oh, we're just too busy, we're comfortable, you know, we just hope. And it's almost become like a, a laughing thing. Oh, yeah, our kids are, yeah, our kids are struggling, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, some people think it's funny right now. They think it's even kind of endearing and cute that their kids aren't very smart. But it's not cute, and it's not funny. And you're right, you go into places like Sylvan and Kumin and some of those places, and there's not a whole lot of white children sitting there. There, there is definitely more Asian, um, Indian, that sort of thing. It's very sad that we're letting the kids also sit in front of video games all day. Well, it, just, do with, people care? It's, it's, it's with intent. Our, it's with intent. It's from our government. You know, and yes, it, it, parents play a big role in it. Our government wants us to be stupid. And, and, the re, and, and like Anthony said, he said, oh, the majority of Americans aren't stupid. But the fact is there are not. Go to a hospital. How many American doctors do you see? 
uh, call up and make a doctor appointment. How many American doctors do you see? Uh, when you're looking at per computer programmers, how many Americans know how to program Java? I will say it's probably about 20 in the entire country. Uh, it's not many. I can assure you of that. How many American scientists are there? Guess what? Not many. You, you know how many uh, Indian doctors there are? Look, go up and look at MasterCard. How many people are working at MasterCard that are white? Not many. And I'll tell you what, it's because we put too much priority on other things in our life. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy our family. And there's nothing it's wrong because of with the any easy, of that. But it's because of the easy life that we have had in this country. Absolutely. Literally since World War II. And it's not that we're not smart. I think we're all smart people in, in this room, in this building. It, it's not that. It's But think about this. Our government, they want to give out free pre-K. Why do they want to do that? Because they want to get a hold of your children sooner. They want to start impressing upon them sooner. And, and it's all because they want to teach them about the free stuff. It, you know, they want to hold them down. It's, it's all about, and, and I know this, a lot of people won't like me saying this. I feel like the government has done a great job keeping the black community down. And they're trying there now are to do a, it to the rest of us. There are so many African-Americans who are in the public life who are saying that, Tabitha. And that's exactly what's happening. And, but they want that same control over all of us. There's a very smart person on the chat line that I might know said the education unions will use this to complain they need more federal assistance to better educate the children. And that goes with what you were saying, Tabitha. They want to start it in pre-K. That's why they're giving out free pre-K. Hey, uh, bring your kids to us for free so we can teach them our values and not yours because you might actually teach them to be good people. Correct. And to pay attention. And, and then they won't be little worker bees as they grow up. Because our country, it really is kind of like a pyramid scheme. It's like money laundering. And, and they don't want the kids to be smart enough to realize why they're working. You're working and you're paying, what, 73 cents out of every dollar into taxes. Do you know if most people knew that there'd be a revolt, a, a, a revolution? And, and that's What's not a revolt? I, I was wondering after I said it myself. <laughs> I'm not really sure. She has made that up. Oh, that was a, a good word. Gotcha. I meant to say a revolt. Like, no, that's short revolting. for revolution. Revolution. Yeah. I like, she was gonna, kind which, of like Donnell, like, but I like it. I'm no. kind of adding some pizzazz to all no, my words. I do I like these that. Words. Maybe I'm having a stroke I'm sorry, and I don't but, know it. But you were saying um, that, that you go out, there would be a If people revolution. realize, if, if everyone out there realized, and they took the time to think, and they, they actually knew that the majority of their money, every penny mm -hmm. they earn, their hard-earned money, is going to taxes, it's going to the government, and then the government sending it to Ukraine or into Indonesia and all these different countries for the most ridiculous things, no one would want to work. It is sad, and I think about this too. We The, the word, the, the lockdowns happened, of course, during the pandemic. It did hurt. I mean, hurt a lot of students. Sure did. We all have. It, it crushed my daughter. I can speak of that. She was... But socially... Probably not academically. Well, no, or both. no. I'm talking about academics. Yeah. This isn't even about social. Yeah, that is that's a given. But from an academic standpoint, she was rocking and rolling her whole life until it hit. Then it was like she just forgot how to study. It's like, oh, we're out of this. And even school board, school union members have admitted it that it hurt. But they're like, well, what were we supposed to do? We had to save lives over this, so now we have to start back up. And it is not easy. And I. I don't know what's happening. I, we get some ideas of what's happening, but some of the things that I've heard, kids are not picked back up and we're still behind. You knew that was going to happen, and that is exactly what happened. Is they're behind other countries. They're behind where children had been just five years ago. 
So there is a huge shift in children being dumber, for sure, even from pre-K. You can't take a child, as you guys know, I owned a child care center for 26 years, and you cannot take a two- and a three-year-old and put them in front of a computer and have them learn. Yes, they might regurgitate some letters and numbers, but kids learn very tactically with with working hands-on and playing outside and we made preschoolers sit in front of a computer or not learn at all and just have a big brother or sister watch them while the parents had to figure out how they were going to make money because so many people lost their jobs it was just a colossal mess and your kids are well you have one high school kid right I, I have my youngest one. All my kids are out, either in college or married, except for my 14-year-old. And even my 14-year-old, who probably came more unscathed than most because I saw through this from the beginning. But after we were done wearing the masks and all this kind of stuff, she actually, and I ran and recorded it, she, there was some, I think, some psychological damage to her that shocked me. And it was just that... When she had to wear a mask, she was made to feel like she was muzzled. And I know these are some things she heard from us, but she said it was genuine that even when they went back to school, kids were not learning. She said sitting behind a mask, having teachers that she couldn't understand because the masks were in front of them. So that's the, that's a big part of this, too, is kids felt very ill at ease. I think her self-esteem went down for about six months till we could actually talk through what was really bothering her. And she's even from a family that, you know, her mama and daddy didn't buy into any of this. And she was affected and went to a great school who didn't mask very often. So I can only imagine the kids that their parents weren't paying attention to any of this. And Scotty has younger kids, too, that went through COVID and and had I know he was trying to say something about it. They were affected. I mean, it, it changed their whole perspective on going to school and, and learning. I, mean, I, I think it got to the point where they didn't want to learn because it was so different for them. It was like, well, does this really mean anything at this point if they're willing to just kind of, you know, throw it away? Exactly. It, it's kind of what it felt like. And the online thing, I mean, most teachers didn't know how to handle their part. I mean, you know, in their defense a little bit, they're, they're doing their what fault. they're taught and they, they're, they're trying to create a whole new way of teaching that they're you I mean it was it's just ridiculous yeah I felt sorry for the teachers the teachers were doing the best they could but like you said Scotty it's like that's the key right there's unmotivated the kids yeah. became very unmotivated and then they didn't want to learn and then they were behind and then it was easier to go watch TV or play a video game or just sit there and some kids were already behind because of video games things like that yes. they just weren't even in a groove and the ones that were in a groove just Done. Well, the professors who were a part of this study from some of the highest acclaimed universities across the country, from Northwestern to the University of Oregon, they, they state that every group, every age group saw a decline. Every. But the biggest decline were those who have been educated more recently, 18 to 22-year-olds. So we're getting dumber as we move on with the ages. And the professors, shocking to me, talked about education that kids are getting right now coming up through their systems our american school system um they also said that the scores were lower for the more recent participants uh, millennials were the only group that had gone through most recently grade school and college in that group most recently completed and their scores were lower as well does, does any of that surprise you because you know where we've talked about this so many times over the past couple of years 
a lot of our schools are using a different grading system. They're grading on a curve that benefits the kids at the bottom of the curve, you know, and, and they're getting rid of honors classes and those types of things in different schools. I mean, that has to hurt the kids. Tabitha, you hit the target. Bullseye again. Very good. The study says from the professors that they included students who were suffering the most learning to read from an influential but defective curriculum and students receiving inflated grades from their professors and teachers. Grade inflation, as Campus Reform noted, is a possible response to the idea that all students, no matter their ability or preparedness, must attend college. Unbelievable, isn't it? Even if you haven't earned it, you still, it's your God-given right, you need to go to college. Yeah. And then what happens to these kids when they get out in the workplace where you're actually expected to do work and to know what your peers know? Uh, uh, you know, it, they, they struggle because they're not used to, or they are so used to people just giving it to them and not earning it themselves. Well, it, it's one of those things that you can, as parents, you've got to push your kids and it's hard because we have a lot of demands in our life when it comes to jobs, but we've also mm-hmm. gotten very comfortable in the lives that we have yep. and they don't last if you don't get it. As, as Eric would understand, and it's a sports analogy, America has been a champion but it's always more difficult to remain a champion, yes. repeat as a champion in anything than it, is, Alabama. than it is to become one. And even Alabama has been knocked off their high perch the last couple of years by sure. Georgia. It's, it's harder true. to remain a champ than it is to become one. And that goes for our country and anything else. How yeah, do we but, fix it? But I'll tell you what, you guys are just doing so good today. Your, oh, your well, conversation you, is fantastic. <laughs> I'm well, telling I you like what. this, Eric. Was that fan-damn-tastic? Fan-damn-tastic. Like <laughs> He's yes. got his own words like me today. You know what? <laughs> you guys are absolutely right. Here's the deal. The United States should have been the leader in education forever. And there should have been no Georgia coming behind us. We should have been Bama for the next 100 years. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Number one should have been ours forever and ever and ever. We invented the damn system, and we should have continued it on. This is a product of liberalism infecting everything in our every institution is being infected by this damn wokeism garbage that's probably been infecting us for the last 30 years. But how would, you're a man of answers, how would you fix it? How would I I'm telling you right now school choice period. I would have I would say I would have every year at the Cervantes oh it's not even Cervantes anymore sorry <laughs> at the at the oh TW that's at the, you? At like the, the TWA dome oh wait a minute that's gone too the Edward Jones dome whatever the hell they call that damn stadium I would have every year Enterprise Center Enterprise Center every year I would make it March fifteenth whatever you want to call it <clears throat> it would be the St Louis private school open house where you choose remember how you used to choose classes at high school yes you'd go in there and you get your electives mm-hmm. it would be the same you'd bring your whole family down to the dome you would have coffee you would have tea crumpets whatever it was mcdonald's hamburgers crumpets and you would have sure. right and you would <laughs> have every crumpet? private school laid out right there and they would pitch you i want to tell you about our school we get our kids learn calculus advanced calculus Sign here. Give us your voucher check that the government gave you, and we can't wait to have your kid there next year. That's exactly what I would do. And I wouldn't even regionalize it. I wouldn't say St. Peter's kids do this. I would say we have transportation. No matter where you want to go within a 50-mile radius, we'll figure it out. 
And I think that's coming, and I don't want to speak for him, but my son-in-law is um, a Missouri State um, legislator, and they're working on exactly what you're talking about for school yes. choice. They're working really hard and on that. And you know that. what else I would do? If the government is going to be, once their hand involved in this, I would say it's a competition of the school. The school has a standard, and I know you talked about this one time, Tabitha. The school has an average, some kind of a matrix that says this school just, not, their students are knocking it out of the damn park. We're going to give them a bonus. It, you compete for the money from the government. If you're sucking it up and you're teaching CRT or you're teaching woke finances or whatever it is that you're teaching and your kids can't even pass the grade to get to the next grade, you get no money. As a matter of fact, those schools will naturally just fail, right? And right now it's they the will. opposite of that. And, and right? that's the problem. We have to get the government out of the school system because the government is coming in under the Biden regime and they're the ones making all these laws about the learning curve, yeah. about uh, equity and inclusion and making sure there's no honors classes because that's not fair to the kids who you're fighting it up in about, honors but, classes. But the good news is, I believe, I don't know if you know anything that I don't know, but there are legislators all over the country, states all over the country, that if they implement this, and you see a Missouri with a school choice system, Vic, and they succeed over a California, you will start to see California going, we have no choice. We have to implement the exact same thing because we cannot compete with Missouri, who is giving kids advanced calculus educations and they're getting into our best schools. Right? Yeah, that, that's it, a good it's, point. But it's not, it's not happening. It used to be that way. It's not happening that way anymore, Eric, because the government has gotten involved, and now they want to keep everyone down. They don't want schools Who to cares excel. What they want? Because we have to get the Biden regime out so that our schools can get back you're, on track. You're starting to see, you're starting to see all over the place, especially look at Kim Gardner. You're starting to see Republican GOP conservative government take back what was was lost. Kim Gardner is a perfect example. You you guys put her in there. They gave her a shot. They tried to take her out once. Now they're going hard-handed. They're going hard-handed on, on, in Virginia. They're going hard-handed against that woke uh, public school system. In Iowa, they're going hard-handed after that woke politi political school system. Missouri could be the same way, Tabitha. I'm telling you what. This could be a bastion. But I think the only way you could do it is privatizing this whole thing and making it competitive and fun. Well, it's good to talk about all this, but but unfortunately, it's not that way. We, we... Tabitha, if you were my employee, I'd fire you immediately. <laughs> if you work for me, Why I'd be you fire if Biden? you if you work for me, I'd bring you into an auditorium and fire you in front of everybody. Well, and say, I would hope this is how you don't live your life. I would hope that if I worked for you, you would listen to my ideas and make things better. But in this country, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. And in the meantime, we have. The, the IQ of our children going down. And, if and you know, once that trajectory starts, it may, it may not stop for quite some time. Just remember it's this. It's a problem. I'm going to say this again. Whether you think you can or you can't, you are correct. Yep. Always remember that. We think we can, but we're not decision makers. <laughs> and the right. teachers union isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Then nope. fight harder. I know, well, that's a good point. I agree. You could try to. And the best hope that you have in any of these situations is a state-by-state -state deal. What if there was a big state. box? Yeah. Everything what if, is kind of getting I down just, to state by in state. In my mind, this is what I keep going to bed with, and you can change the subject if you want, but in my mind, I keep thinking of a big box store of successful education, a Best Buy, 
of education. I'm, my kid goes to blah, blah, blah because they're the best. My kid goes to uh, Wentzville because they have furries in the classroom. No. And all the furries can go to one place. By, yeah. But that's a, that's a selling point. There are people and families that Amen. want their kids to have Could furries you imagine and it? litter yeah. boxes. Yes. I want my kid to go learn critical race theory. Fantastic. They're over there. The kids that are learning over here go to Harvard and go to Northwestern and go to and get scholarship. But yeah, you're free to go over here where they have a, a litter box in the bathroom. Knock yourself out. <laughs> go right. on to the next topic. I'm sorry. No, but no, that, that's part that's, of the topic. That, that is. That's yeah. really good. And that is something that we need to do. Is And when you said something about the government is going to give you the check, they're just giving you I love money it. back. No, it's, it's literally, you just take your folder, you get it in the mail. We recognize you have a kid that's 5, 12, and 18. Here are your vouchers for the year. We, uh, we recommend you go to the Cervantes Convention Center. Sorry. And we and go to the open house and you pick your school. If you don't choose a school, you'll go to Parkway Central or wherever. Right, wherever you live. How right. about we all stop paying taxes and send no. our kids wherever we no, want? No, because we, that that defeats the stop purpose of not taxes. having smart kids. We need to invest in our kids. Well, yeah, but uh, like Lizzie said, in in I think her point was missed is that when the government gives you your funding to your schools, that's really just. Your money, you paid it in in taxes, correct? And they're just giving it back to you. So, yep. so you're basically saying, "I'm paying my taxes, yep. and I want the government to give me that money back, yep. so I can choose where to send my school." Well, just don't pay it to two of them to begin with, and send your kid wherever you want. Yep. I bet they'll change I like their that minds idea. then. Yep. I like that. Yep. I wonder what would happen if we all just decided, like we'll every single prison. person, we would. Well, you, like, you, you, I don't want to pay my car taxes. That's why they hired eighty-seven thousand uh, agents to track us. Yeah, but the Republicans oh. have defunded them. Look, taxes are not a bad thing. Every time you want your suspension not to blow your car up because you hit a pothole, that's a good thing that you pay taxes. Well, think about this, and, and I know Eric, you and I have talked about this, and you didn't like this concept. Okay, Richard West, he's a Missouri state rep. Talk to Richard West. Okay. He has an amazing plan to fight taxes. And just for these exact reasons, because, you know, even though, yes, you have to file your taxes, I'm not suggesting you don't file your taxes because I'll go to prison for saying that. But what you can do is, is let's say this is the 2023 filing year. You don't have to pay right now. Mm -hmm. You can file your taxes. You can file well, an extension and then just keep putting it off until the government says, hey, you're at the end of the line, pay now, you don't make a payment plan. Because if every American put their taxes off as long as they could, legally, That's all legal, all legal, and they deferred, and then they made these payment plans two years, three years, six years down the road, the government would take notice. People aren't willing to take that step, unfortunately, because we don't care about our freedom enough to do that. So. And we're talking about this IQ story. But is it really going to resonate around the country? No. Is it going to be all over websites? Is it going to be over podcasts? Is it going to be over world news, national news, local news? Is it going to be talked about by parents? Is it going to be talked about on radio stations for the most part? You already know what the answer is. The I, answer I, can't, is no. I can't blame the government on this one. I'm sorry. I can't not blame I bet the government. I, you blame. I can't blame the government blame on the our on our idiot children. You don't blame the government. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're the not. ones who changed the uh, no, grading they're, system. They're not the ones that handed them an iPad and said, "Here you go. We'll be in the kitchen if you need us." I, and I get that, but I'm it, with but you, Eric. Eric, Sorry. in the school system, within the school system, 
When you have kids who excel and they belong in honors classes and they're not allowed to be, do you know what happens to a board board kid in a classroom? A board kid in a classroom, they could be the smartest kid in the school. And if they're bored, they're going to get failing grades because they don't care. They're not paying attention. But here's the other thing. These electronic devices of, I have to know what Marianne said about me in class yesterday. And you're more worried about social media and you're more worried about TikTok and and YouTube and this, that, and the other. How does the human brain get back to focus on, on Thoreau or Emerson or math or science? How in the hell? I don't, I don't, I can't even figure it out. (laughs) Until the teachers unions have oversight that is different from them right now, because you already know you have debated people on the show. There is more of an emphasis now there is, and I'm not generalizing there's an emphasis on the CRT, the well, then guess acceptance what? of people's feelings more so than the acceptance of why three plus three equals six. If you want mathematics, if you want to be able to go to Mars, you either hang out with Elon Musk or you go to China because those are the smart people. Well, and this stems way back to a government thing, I think. I was a public school teacher at the time, and um, and this was shocking to me that all the liberal teachers were so excited about George Bush's you know, was a child no left behind. Yeah. That almost instantly dumbed down the curriculum, and that was like in the 90s. Yeah. It went from you couldn't put the kids in groups, like the smart kids here and the kids that were better in math here. You had to put them all in one group and do whole group learning, they didn't care what level that they were. And that was catastrophic, well, I think, to our society. You nailed it. What was the year? Ugh. I went to a football field, Vic, and that freaked me out. And it might have been in St. Louis. I think it was in St. Louis. I went to a football field, and there was one team that just dominated every other little football team. I was like, damn, these guys are good. And at the end of the tournament, they all got blue participation trophies. Good job, everybody. You guys kicked ass. Those guys really kicked ass, but you're all on the same level. I was like, where is the first place trophy? Who's the second place team on this And thing? that's why professional ath- athletes, professional sports have suffered because of those kids are now the ones playing our professional sports. Yeah. I mean, How participation trophies all around. No one's, no, it's like we're, it's where we put the entire society on a bell curve. The entire society, everybody <laughs> got a medal. Yes. Everybody got a ribbon. Yes. Because little Johnny can't cry that he was a loser. But right. this all this all gets back to the parents. <clears throat> the parents. True. The parents. And don't think for a second that if you send your kids to a private school that automatically, oh, well, they're going to come out very intelligent as well because that's not the case. Mm-hmm. The private schools are dealing with a lot. Maybe not as many, but they're still dealing with issues. They're still dealing with several issues that the public schools are dealing with as well. Um, And just because it's a private school doesn't always mean that you're going to have access to a better education all the way around. In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Because I've seen it. My kids have been in private school their whole life. I was half private, half public. And I have seen and talked with parents and done stories over the past 24 years the public's the, the the same issues for private school parents are the same issues for public school parents. You still have to be involved in your kid's life and you have to push your kids just like my Indian parents' friends, like my Asian parent friends with Donald, who have their kids in Kumon and doing extra studying because they know what it's about. As he said yesterday, when 
immigrants came to this country, they knew within three years they buy their own car. Within five years, they buy their own house because the opportunities were there for them to use their brain, work hard, and buy everything yeah. that they needed. And now we have a, a concept of things should be given to us or or, oh, yeah, um, this is how I feel because it's something that happened 200 years ago. I deserve this. I deserve that. It's all there for the taking. It yeah. is. Yeah. I, I think that we, we do need to reinvent this country. I want you guys to do something for me. I want you to get on Highway 55 and drive north up into Illinois, into towns that used to be nice. They used to be blue-collar towns. You can see where the Democratic principles came into into effect and look at how dilapidated they are now. I just want you to go look at the, at the country and see, okay, if you're not in Manhattan and you go to where people actually live, these little towns are blown apart. These the houses built in the seventies and the sixties and the fifties that haven't been kept up yet. People still live there. Well, it's, it's, it's poverty, it's, Eric, because it, you, you but can, it's all over. But you know what? You can go to middle Missouri to Trump country and see some very, very poor mm -hmm. Towns, yeah. very poor towns, where because those were blue collar in, workers at one in time. Shacks, they were blue collar workers. There was industry there. There were there was manufacturing there. There was dirty jobs type of jobs there that made you money. Those jobs are gone now. Well, and a lot those of jobs it, are gone. A lot of it's drugs. You know, I hate to say it, but drugs have decimated this country in, in a lot of different areas. The the crack back when crack first came out, you know, then it was uh, meth and fentanyl and all these new things. If you go to some of these small rural towns and just like parts of like, I know you talk about East St. Louis and some of these yes. towns over in the, in the, the multi, whatever you call it over in the Metro East, a lot of that really was decimated by drugs. Rural America has just been killed with the drug epidemic. There's, there's, and it could play into the school system. It, it could absolutely. play into why. No, it does. The, and for those who might be joining us now, the whole story started when it regards to a new intelligence study that came out, national study, pretty big time study with professors from Northwestern University in Oregon about how the national average IQ in America has now dropped for the first time in 100 years. And the biggest group of falling numbers, the 18 to 22 year olds. And you know they are using drugs. That's a really good point, Tab. I, I, years ago, we didn't worry about anything when we went to high school except for maybe some marijuana. Now it's all the drugs that you talked about. Now schools are having to deal with fentanyl. And uh, for a long time, our schools were hit really hard with heroin. Look at all the teenagers who are in drug treatment programs who have died from drug overdoses, who have died just from trying to drug one time. It's so prevalent in our schools these days, even in, in middle school, even yes. in elementary school. It's really sad. Yeah. And I would say this. If you're on Facebook, because I don't have anything else right now, but if you're on Facebook, let me know if your kid is allowed to take his phone into the classrooms. I would say that there's no phones allowed in any school. When you walk no, into you a school. you can take phones in. And by yeah, the way, you can, you can reply. Can you? Eric, you'll see all the, the platforms at canceltheshow.com. We have several platforms you can watch and listen on. Um, so you can let Eric know. Let if you know. have a phone. Do you know, I, if I had a test, I would cheat my ass off. Well, I don't think they can have their phone out no, in that way. Are you but sure? But they can have their phones no, in It class. depends on every school, Eric. Yeah. There's different rules with phones. Well, why can't there be a system? Anyway, my point is this. A phone should be either locked up when you walk in the school, and then you can take it out of the lockbox whenever you leave. There should be none of that. It should be books, pen, uh, paper, pencil, and then whatever electronic devices the teachers want to give you to learn with. So they can control the content. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard stories that that cell phones are allowed at high schools, and that's a big problem in my mind as far as what you guys are talking about now. Because I don't understand how anybody can learn anything. So you think that phones in schools are detrimental to if, learning if and I'm, that encourages this lower IQ? If I'm more worried about what's happening on TikTok and Facebook, how would you expect me to learn anything about The Great Gatsby or any literature? How can you do the two things at one time? It makes no sense to me. If I have the ability to take out of my phone, out of my purse, a phone, and the teacher's looking at me going, I'm over here literally trying to teach you algebra. Can you put your phone away? Sure, why not? And then it comes, it, does, does that make any sense? You're fighting that battle. That, that that's a little a small thing. That's just a teeny weeny thing to fix, but it needs to be addressed. Well, just think about, you were talking about the phone. Yeah. And when we went to high school a long time ago, we didn't have any of this going on. Um, the drugs were not as bad. We didn't have phones in our classroom. We didn't have to wear masks. I mean, we could go on and on and on. The kids today have so many distractions on top of, of course they do. everything else. The phones, the social media is massive. But once again, as Eric said, it's not easy. But a parent or two parents have to be the guiding force with everything from a moral standpoint from a learning standpoint, from a societal standpoint, especially from an education standpoint. We We get comfortable and we can't just assume that if you have your kids in a certain school, public or private, that everything is going perfect. We have a lot of educators on the chat line and they're not disagreeing with you, Eric. They're saying it is. The phone is a constant battle. I can't and Brenda it. even put on there in capital letters. It's a constant battle. We have lots of school teachers on here, our yeah. former school teachers. And they're dealing with so much in the classroom right now. Another issue that could be affecting the 18 to 22-year-olds, and I know it just came through because I have a daughter smack dab right in the middle of that age group. To get into college, standards have been lowered. Kind of along the philosophy of we're not going to leave any brown. Everybody deserves college. Everybody should have the opportunity to go to college and pick up a bunch of debt and have that experience no matter what. You get to go to college and you get to go to college. So much so to the effect that my daughter didn't even need to show a standardized test two years ago, an ACT or SAT, even though she had a good score. She didn't have to do this because of the pandemic. What? So then all of us, and now, Eric, it has changed where you don't have to show a test score. What? You can show your grade point average because we have now made it a point where, and, and I know, and I'm not being mean at all. I understand one of my children thinks that he just can't take a test. I'm better at doing grade point than test because I, I can't do a test. I freak out when it comes to test. And we all know we're like this or we're not like this or we know somebody who's like this. But, Eric, we changed the standards. It's easier now to get into college. Easier. That's ridiculous. Because they want it to be free, that's I, why. The SAT and ACT and the ASVAB and all those other Don't need them. You know what? Don't need them. That is ridiculous <laughs> because that gives, you a, that gives you a basis of what you actually can do. If you kill it on the ACT or SATs or whatever, you could literally, that could be a part of your pro- portfolio. No, it is. Now, you can use it. It's just you don't have to have it. That's how. That's what you use to get scholarships. That's what you use to get into special programs. But you don't have to have that to get into said college at the University of Missouri or whatever the college is. You don't have to have it. And Tab's right. It's always follow the money. They want the kids to complete 
their senior year, and then everybody go to college, and the government pay for it, and they can brainwash us some more. You mean for you to pay for it, right? Because that's yes. what that's what they want. They want you to pay for it. Because you know why? Because they want more. Of the money you work for. Yeah, it is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Check out all of our original content all over our website. You can watch us live 8 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, Central Time, or anytime with all of our episodes recorded in there. You can check out the 77 podcast or whatever. You can also listen to the audio pad- podcast. You can listen to it on the go. Those are edited as well. We have all of those video and audio platforms. And, of course, we always love it when you jump in on the live aspect of the show when it comes to the aspect of teaching our kids, our parents, our opportunities to help our kids. And, of course, um, unfortunately, the intelligence test, the professors at Oregon and Northwestern say America is getting dumber. Let me, let me just address this on the text line real fast. Someone said ASVAB is only for military. That's true. Let me tell you a story. I took the ASVAB for some reason. I don't even know why I took it. And I got ch- I got chased around by the Air Force to be a be an officer. I swear to I was at a band practice one time and the two Air Force guys showed up and one time not, at band oh, wow. practice. said, "Hey, you got are you interested in being an officer?" I took the ASVAB. Apparently I did really good at the Obviously, damn thing. Yeah. Why is that important? If we have more kids taking the ASVAB, we can figure out who those kids are that would participate well in the military. Therefore, going farther in life we're talking about the education of this country asvab to me seems like an important one to take they're all important right no one takes them anymore i mean how would you like to be a pilot just because you took a test at your high school and you you were deemed smart enough to get into that program eric (laughs) i'm serious about that here's the problem with schooling and it affected me younger you have to get kids at a younger age, learning the building blocks. Because Let's just take math, for instance, uh, because this is something that affected me. I just like tuned out for one year and it affected me for like the next eight or nine years. You play catch up if you lose kids early on because most of the education, you learn something in second grade. Then you build upon it in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, so forth. So you've got to take it serious from a younger age, making sure that these kids learn how to study. And it starts with the parents and it starts with the teachers. But one of the best things you can do for kids, and it gets so lost, especially with these phones, is reading. 100% reading. The more you read as a youngster, the better. And kids may not understand the concept, but kids need to be forced to read, read, read. Yes. Because it develops the brain in a way to learn and understand all concepts. I saw it with three of my kids. All three have done well, fortunately for their mom and I, but the one who read, 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 read could just look at something and pick it up just like that. Reading Boom. is so important. Donald and I had a conversation about this before he was on the show, which is a massive concept, as he says, in the Asian communities with reading. Reading, reading, reading. It's not playing video games. It's not looking at reels because that's what it's been replaced yes. with. And we know that as parents, and it sucks yeah. because parents need to have a, we need to look in the mirror. And you need to have those conversations with friends. And you can't just, oh, they're going to, you know, they're going to do whatever they want to do. It's, um, it's, it's the, an issue. Yeah. It's a massive issue. It's the, it's the equivalent of an obese kid in front of you saying, you can either watch these TikToks of people working out or you can go to the gym and work out. Well, which one is going to fix your problem? Watching the TikToks of somebody working out or getting in the damn gym, doing it, doing the work? Doing the work means you actually open up a algebra book. You have a piece of paper and a pencil and you do the work. But what that really is doing it is connecting the the nerves of your brain. 
so that you can do step up to the next uh, class or the next lesson. That is where we're at in this country. That's why you're getting dumber. Everybody's homework. Take a ride up uh, Illinois. Go look at the dilapidated towns. And while you're doing that, I want you to have in the car a movie called Idiocracy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. And then that will give you some perspective of where we are headed. Hey, you're taking my line, though. <laughs> it's all right, because it's the same thing. So are we going to be pissed off enough? Are we going to be frustrated enough? Are we going to be concerned enough to help our kids and do things? Or is it just another part of our society where everything seems to be crumbling? It's crumbling, dog. I know, man. I it's, know. it's crumbling. I know. What's what's? I mean, our music is crumbling. Look, there's no more Zeppelin anymore. <laughs> you got Lady Gaga. What isn't crumbling on the next cancel this? You can tell the kids, Eric. <laughs> to your point, the kids that are still listening to '80s music and stuff, they probably read a lot because they're smart. Yes. They're not listening to are the they? music of today. <laughs> Scotty, you know I'm telling the truth out there. Come on, man. A moment of levity as Scotty gets on the mic. You know that's right. Go my, ahead. My 15-year-old, Eric, my 15-year-old, yeah. this last week before his first varsity lacrosse game, he puts on his phone in the car with music, and what does he start playing? ACDC. Why wouldn't This you? is the rap-loving kid who actually knows who T-Dubbo is, um, who we had in the studio, our rapper from North City, listening to ACDC, Thunder. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. You know about ACDC? It, and he looks at me like, Dad, what? He's like, of course I do. It's so bizarre because that was like 50 years ago. I know. And then Back in Black comes on. I'm like, 40 years ago. What whatever. the hell? I haven't, you don't hear that from me. It would have been the equivalent. So there are, kids are listening to some It would of have been the equivalent if Lizzie and I are about the same age. It would be the equivalent of back in 87 we were listening to music. If we were still listening to big band favorites. It would have been Correct. forty. It would have yes. been forty so, years before that, yes. right? Oh, so our wow. thesis so we would have been. It'd be like, oh, we got to go to the club tonight and <laughs> yes. listen to the big band. Wait a minute. So the thesis now is, if you listen to eighties music, you're intelligent. Oh yes. no doubt. Oh, of Come course, on, man. of course. They they are much smarter because well, they're yeah. discriminating <laughs> and they like music. So yeah. According my, to your own matrix, we're smarter because yes. you just said the IQ went down. Yeah, and then if you're Tabitha and you listen to seventies groups. Um, hey now, <laughs> I am all about the. 80s you may music. be even more intelligent, but I, but I am all well, about the eighties music. Nuts. But you know what I do all Dancing the time? I queen. read. I read every yeah. night. I can't sleep. I read. It will be. It, it's. It will help. It will be a determining factor. It is the most important thing anyone can do in your life is to read as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And Nick on the chat line says. Even better is if you play the music Ooh, yourself. Like if you're point. a musician, if you're in band yes. or something like that. See, or think about even. I've never met an unintelligent musician. No, I just haven't. haven't. I haven't either. Oh, I've <laughs> seen a few. Yeah, again, I know a few. Um, <laughs> well, you've seen the whole group of them. I haven't. Yeah, they're really good, but they're dumb as box of rocks. I thought those were just lead singers. I'm looking at Scotty anyway, trying to get his attention. He doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I, he doesn't care. Bass players he's not and, paying attention bass to Bass players us. and singers are in the oh, same yeah, category. Right. <laughs> um, no, but the thing about music, and this is why it's important not to pull the music programs out of your school, is it, it, is it teaches right and left brain. You have analytical yes. skills and you have creative skills. And if you can mesh them together, and if you can learn to sight read, that's even better. Gosh, just to, I love this topic today, and it's gone. I mean, we'll, we'll give about five more minutes before we take a quick break. 
Cursive Friday. I feel like I need to run for something. Me oh and you, Vic. God. I, I'm not running Vic, for you anything. and I on a ticket, Lizzie, and, and, and I would never win we would anything. Split the counties or something like that. That maybe? would be great. A mayor? You guys could run. I'll promote you. <laughs> I don't know. School board? No. That'd be too frustrating. Yeah, there's some really good people <laughs> running for school board, though. In, in a lot of areas, because people are saying And we that will that's be talking problem. about some of those as we get closer here to the election. The thing I was going to say, cursive writing. Um, cursive writing is no longer... There are doctors of education who will tell you that, yes, it develops the brain as well. I, I know we don't use it in our oh, society. No. Kids don't even know how to read no, cursive writing. No, you know, my kids don't writing. write it. You know why? Because now they can't read the Constitution. A lot of people no, don't even know what the Constitution all, is. But here's the problem. And, and Tabitha's kind of right in this, but the chat GPT will always know the words in the Constitution. <laughs> well, chat GDP is programmed by people who may not want you to know the words of the Constitution. Think about That's all the well. history documents that can be changed and edited and reworded if you don't know how to read them. Think about this. If, if you go back to the original Bible that's, that's not written in English, it, they could they could say that it says anything they want. How in the world do we know? We don't know how to read it. I mean, that, it's a very scary thing to me. I always thought that we were in trouble when Common Core math. When I saw Common Core math, another we were in trouble. Twenty yeah, yeah, minutes we were in a to lot do two plus two. We're still in like, trouble with what? it. And there is nobody <laughs> there. There is no educator who can legitimately look you in the face and tell you that this is good. For American school children, I'm still convinced it was done to dumb us down on purpose. It was absolutely, oh, it was, for absolutely. sure. And I know Why? that that's a mass j- to get America behind. There's no question. Looks what look what's happened to our math scores that you've oh. talked about, Eric. Compl- oh, the light complicate just, the things. light bulb just went off in my head. Complicate things, confuse things, um, and, and then see what's happening. We talk about the Chinese children. We talk about TikTok. I saw a video where kids were doing math in a way that I'd never seen in China in like five seconds where it was taking the average American kid like a minute to figure the problem out. Or people like me, 10 minutes. Me too. <laughs> I can't do the common But it's all built stuff. upon those foundations no. as a young kid, which is why it's so important, which is why you need parents involved in kids' lives, which is why the whole concept, it's so much more difficult for one parent to do this. It is. It's so difficult. I've the, been there. I've done the it. Mid- big which is why, it, especially when you're having to work, and make money oh, in our society. Yeah. It's so difficult. The big problem with it is, is there's a level of collusion as well. The wh- wh- wherever the, it's coming from is filtering into all schools. You see what I mean? Yes. It's like a smart superintendent. I don't know which ones are smart out there. I don't know what schools are are playing above board, but a smart superintendent would be like our number one goal is to get these kids in the top percentile to get them into college, period. No one's getting CRT in this school. No one's getting furries in this school. Uh, uh, Phones are not making it through the doors. We're going to have security that you'll notice the uh, security officers at every single door here. That's my goal. Have a nice day. Oh, and our and also our football team is going to win state championship. That is perfect schooling right there, Eric. Well, I don't understand why every school is facing the same upheaval with the parents. Why the parents aren't going, they're going to every single school board meeting to go, what are you teaching my kid? So many of the parents collusion. are you know, woke because they buy into the critical race theory because they're younger and they think, oh, this is really great. My kid has to not bully people and so on and so on. So they, the, some of the parents are the problem. They bought into all this hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, it's true. And the administrators aren't 
I would I don't say strong, but maybe that is the word. They're not strong enough to do what you're saying. It well, takes a strong <clears throat> adult to do that. We took that topic for an hour because it was massive and it was popular. And of course, we love you guys jumping on that. We'll continue to follow up on yeah. education because there's so many factors that play into this. We're gonna take a quick break, like two, three minutes, uh, with our partner page. Remember, share the show, subscribe, like, please check out our partners and our sponsors. Um, who have combined with us here, um, their products. If you need any of that stuff, let them know that you heard about them and you watch them on canceltheshow.com. Please survey, check them out, see what you can do there. Uh, we come back. Do you care that Joe Biden doesn't do anything before 930 every day? Uh, yeah, uh, his press secretary, former press secretary, uh, spilled the beans. Uh, yeah, we'll give his schedule from that standpoint. And he has a lid at eight. The bank, yeah, the bank... <laughs> The banking fallout continues. Tabitha had some numbers. It's not just these banks. Tabitha's talk about Uh-oh. how it's several banks just aren't doing well don't in run, general. Don't let's not have a run on the banks today, people. <laughs> Tabitha's well, not the last word. Uh, I was just on my phone because someone messaged me, literally just now, and they said I'm taking all of my money out of well, the bank. We'll talk about Man, that. Please, no, we're no. not talking about that on and, this show. And today's the final day for Kim Gardner, St. Louis Circuit Attorney. To respond to Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey's uh, effort to try to oust her from the position. We'll get into all of it. Uh, we still got a lot to come on this second hour. Share the show. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a couple minutes with more Cancel This. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks here, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. If you are having a bad day at work, I can help. Hi, this is Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair. We just expanded to Cottleville and St. Peter's and are looking for qualified automotive and auto body technicians that would want to work in a climate-controlled environment. That's right. We offer a fully climate-controlled, air-conditioned, and heated facility in both Cottleville and St. Peter's. Visit us at CompleteAB.com. If it's not perfect, it's not complete. Others can't compete with Complete Auto Body. Bad and service. Oh, yeah, and service. He's He's fixing the car. 
Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. So are you ready to be the grill master this summer? Well, look no further than Pixie Dust Seasoning. Our custom seasoning blends will take your barbecue to the next level. With nine different blends to choose from, you will have the perfect flavors for any meat or veggie. And the best part is our seasonings are low sodium and healthy, so you can indulge guilt-free. Whether you're hosting a big party or just cooking a late-night dinner, Pixie Dust Seasoning is the secret ingredient that you would thank us for. So head on over to our site at www.pixiedustseasoning.com to see our store locator, and I'm sure we'll have a store near you. And when you visit the site, be sure to use the code name VIC so they know you came from CancelThisShow.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate you guys joining us, listening and being a part of what we do every day, whether it's live or whether it's catching an episode afterwards. It all counts. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tabitha Hassel, I'm Vic Faust. Of course, we have a packed house all the time. We appreciate you guys jumping in, giving us ideas, giving us enthusiasm and energy. Okay. Um, by the way, yesterday's guest, Donald Chung, we talked about him a little bit in the beginning massively popular guest uh people were commenting about him all day he just texted to say that he is now an everyday listener he has it on in his salon and he said that our education talk was fantastic he also wanted to make a point he said thank you for talking about education it's so important he's like reading and helping kids from an early standpoint and teaching kids also helps them decide and be able to understand the difference between right and wrong in a lot of areas of life. It's true. Did he say he was going to change his name to Donnell? No, he didn't. Don't and even he's I would be offended. I, if it was Why me, would you be I'd offended? Be, if you called me Enrique, I'd be like, what in the hell are you doing? Well, I, might, Eric. I might start calling you Enrique. <laughs> But we'll get back on that education I, topic. <laughs> I love Donald. He is like the sweetest guy. And you know what? We had so many great comments about him and particularly how he smiled the entire time he talked and he had such a nice smile. Well, I should smile. That was gas. But anyway. <laughs> oh, Enrique, stop it. <laughs> Eyes on baking money. By the way, the inflation report was just released today for February. Inflation rose 0.4% in February as prices remain, as we know, 
begrudgingly high. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to Kathy Helbig about that. Yeah, well, Kathy will be in tomorrow to talk real estate because, as you said last week, Erica said, interest rates are on 7%, and you're like, oh, higher than that. Well, I'm going to ask her this, and I know you're, what you're I'll, I'll divert. You get one, one question. Second. You better choose what it is I, right I now. I will say no. this. She is, a, she is a sponsor of this show, but she, I like I was telling you another realtor, I go, it's time for real estate agents to say, you know what, $3,500 for a mortgage for a middle-of-the-road house is not a normal thing. It's just not. I don't care how much inflation, how bad inflation gets. I have something to talk we'll to her about, her too, about, so yeah. I can't wait. We'll ask her about it. The banking uh, industry, as we know, in peril. But, Tabitha, you say uh, there's evidence that banks in general aren't doing well, not just... Um, the Silicon Valley Bank and not just Signature, which went under. But it's but it's a it's a man made panic problem in my opinion. You know, I, I sent you a list this morning uh-huh. of uh, of stocks, bank stocks, publicly traded banks, okay. and uh, most of them, a lot of them, said strong sell. You know, it, it's being advised to sell if you own stock in the this list of banks. They're you're being advised to sell your stock, and and that's going to really cause a ripple effect if that continues to happen. And the, uh, the stocks are up three hundred points today. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about bank stocks, not stocks in general. I'm talking oh, about bank stocks. Good point. And there are people. I can't tell you how many people messaged me last night, and, and and I think that even though the people who message me directly is just a sampling of people, I think a sampling of people means a lot when you think about all of the people. In our country, a lot of people are very nervous. They don't trust the government. Therefore, they don't trust the banks. They see prices rising. You know, they see the the item shortages. They see what's going on with China and with Russia and Ukraine. And Mm -hmm. people feel very unstable as it is. And when it comes to your money, guess what? That's a big deal. Everyone's worried about their money. So yesterday, the SVB, that's a big deal. Uh, there's a lot of companies that are that might have dinged you. If uh, if you're a musician, you know that Reverb was a depositor there. And so if you participated in buying and selling musical gear, you couldn't get paid because of what happened at SVB. I don't know how they're resolving that. Roku was another one. They kind of got dinged. Their their money was out and there, and that's exactly the reason why the government rushed in to, with the with what they did because of so many tech companies, so many of our social media platforms, so many of the services we all use every day. They all bank well, there, and they wouldn't be able to operate unless the government it's, it's stepped true, in. But here's the problem: any I, other bank, they wouldn't have done that for. Here's the you so financial decisions are complicated, and when when people like us. Not just us. I'm not. I'm just picking on us. But people like us talk about go get your money out of the bank. That's when you can have problems. It's kind of like being at thirty thousand feet and a landing light falls off of your plane, and you say, "I need a parachute to jump out of this thing." No, the plane is not going to fall out of the sky. You still have wings and jets and all this stuff. The landing light is not going to be the difference maker. This SVB thing was. If you have to look at your bank. If you're in a bigger bank, you're probably fine. If you are a bank that or the has, opposite of that, if, if you're, you're in a, a bank that union, over invested fine. in these woke initiatives and was badly managed, yeah, you might want to think about transferring to another mm. bank. But that's Eric. That's a, a tiny part of the problem. The biggest problem is the rising interest rates. The rising interest rates eventually were going to start causing damage, Bingo. and that's exactly what happened. The rising interest rates just destroyed the bonds, and so many banks invest in bonds. And then as as the interest rate went up, yep. 
and the bonds were not able to calculate the same way they were, yep. and the banks were losing massive And that's where of money. The, me- the mushy stuff comes in, the, again, the gray area. Then, but, but and we, our government is kick-ass kick at using right, the gray, air, gray area. You are right it, that people can't panic. If People cannot panic because we could cause a domino effect just through panic. And why are interest rates high? Ask Joe Biden. That's right. It's inflation. Well, interest rates are high because they didn't take care of this properly when it all began. You had Janet Yellen and all the well, yeah, the morons at the Fed saying, oh, no, there's nothing to see here. We're fine. This is transitory. It'll be over in a week. No, it wasn't. It was like COVID. Remember, COVID would be over in two weeks. Well, sorry, it lasted forever. And it's just one of those things that once they got their hands around, they were like, well, we just can't, we can't fix this. It's kind of like they didn't see this coming. They shut down the entire world economy, and then the world economy bit back. It bit them in the ass. I feel like, as if they did see it coming. No, no, I think no. they saw. No, I think Vic, they saw they it didn't. coming. But they, Eric, we just no. put a bandaid You've on the heard problem. Of something called pandemic, haven't you? Oh, so they knew it was. So you're saying it was part of the plan, is what you're saying? I, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard yeah, that I think argument. It's part of the plan. I have heard that argument, Eric. Okay, see, that's. I that, think it's legitimate enough to look into and to I think put it into is. a conversation. I think it is too. But but back to the banks. I think our government also saw that coming because the, you know Doyling just said on the comment line, Wells Fargo on Friday, their employees didn't get checks because guess what? They that Wells Fargo has their money at Silicon Valley Bank. And just think about how many other banks, how many financial institutions had their money there. What was it? A Silicon Valley bank was like the second largest bank. And so think What do you of mean the second largest bank? The, no, one of the second. The, no, it was the 16th. 16th oh, largest. 16th. 16th Still, that's a big deal. Sorry. And thank you for correcting that. But think about it. If, if all of these big financial companies have their money there, they had to be rescued. It was a niche bank. Or everything. It had a, it well, had a it, niche. It had a niche, but it was also... A, a regular bank as well. I mean, it had a lot of different, Correct. different but accounts. But it catered there, to a, including it, startups and tech. It catered to people who liked to make a lot of money on investments and startups and this kind of thing. And they were like very speculative. But worst of all, and they were very like, woke. Like Signature Bank, the guy that is one of the. I think he. I don't know if he's the CEO or he's on the board. While Signature Bank in New York City went under, this guy was making two point four million dollars to help manage the bank, and he ran it into the ground. But do you think this guy cares? Because he has his $2.5 million. Well, it's like this to me. It's like a bank. They want desperately to invest in these Solyndra-type companies. And what happens to Solyndra? They go tits up. And they want so desperately to invest in wind farms and they in the, the green initiatives. But they don't, have the, they don't have the power to make their investors money. But they want it so bad. They can taste it. When, when in reality, like the Berkshire, the, the, the guys that know how to make money, they invest in what makes money. They, they invest in corn and they, in, in boring stuff that brings back uh, returns for their investors. And that's, that's the problem here is that you have this woke ideology mixed with this over-leveraging and all of this other stuff, and, and, and it's basically a bank that caters to startups, which are already a, an unstable group of people. But Eric, all in my, and I'm, not saying you're, I'm not saying you're wrong, but all this was about, it was bailing out the elite. And by elite, I know a lot of people who have a lot of money, but they are not considered part of that elite class. 
They are not well, part of the puppet let me master ask you a question. regime. Let me ask you this a question. This whole deal was about bailing those people out because you might they be right. were the ones I don't know losing enough about money. it, but let me if ask you a question. If it was a bank of our money, our government wouldn't care at all. Man, I see points on both luck. sides. But let me ask you a question. If you were, let's say you had $700,000 in the bank. It's insured to two hundred fifty. Wouldn't you want the country or the government or somebody, or somebody to say, we got to protect Tabitha? Because no, we no, pre- no, absolutely really? no. There's, oh, a, wow. there's called an FDIC limit for a reason, and that's a rule, just like you don't go and steal so from Walgreens. So you can't have an account with $4 million dollars in it? You can, but so you, you have, have to, to have an account to divide it by 250000 You can have $4 million at a bank, but you have to diversify it into different types of accounts that insure all of your money. That is possible. I would love to know the answer to that, actually, Lizzie. If you are a multi-multi-millionaire, do you have I 25 just, different accounts? I just yeah, gave I you the answer. I, is that I, how I it works? I, do. I wouldn't know personally, but I do know people that have a lot of money, and they will only go up to the 250 and years ago to the $100. they will put them in all different banks. Some of them even put them overseas. Oh, and a lot of people do that. But, but, here's, but Eric, you can have a lot of money in one bank but have different types of accounts because it's not that that one bank only insures you for $250,000 as a whole. It's it's in various accounts. So you can take $500,000 yeah. to your bank and have it div- divided up into federally insured accounts and then all of your money is protected. What happened at Silicon Silicon Valley Bank, <laughs> Silicon it kind of the same thing. Um at Silicon <laughs> Valley Bank is that the people were stupid and they had their money there. It was not insured and they were about to lose I all think, that money. I think it's time that we get a financial and, and we have to ask, on here. Ask, well, you know what we need because, to ask? Uh, because that is fascinating. I don't know how what that what that mechanism is. I don't I well, don't think that if you walked in with a, a $20 million check. And I'm say, already hey, telling you that's the case. You can f- ask a financial so a expert, but what I already that? know it's the case. So that comes out to be what? 10? I know a lot of people who have a lot of money in a lot of banks and, and I can assure you, you can have... Plenty of money in one bank. It can't be right. Is that right, Vic? I so a football player gets a check. <laughs> a football player gets a check, and let's say they make fifty. Let's say they make mutual funds or not. So FDI every time the, the big dog football players get paid, it goes into a different account. How does that work? Not into a different account. No. It's different types of investments within one bank. It can be a combination of different types of accounts, mm-hmm. not just a checking account. You know, it can be in different types of products. Yep. A bank offers many different types of products, and some of them are insured. Some better than worse. And that's right. Some better than others. Doesn't doesn't like Brady make five hundred thousand dollars a game or something like that? Or maybe even oh, it was more, more than, that. than that. Well, how does it that was. get how does that get deposited? Where does that go? Well, it's, it's wherever he tells the direct deposit from the team. And he's going to have inve- various investments. Well, you have in. you have financial planners, which we'll have on the show. The financial planners take that money through agents that are set up, and those are all already set aside yeah. on where all that money is going to go. Most of which goes to investments. Uh, most like his um, investment that went okay. south. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a worldwide story. Not a too lot of it went ago. to alimony okay. and child support. No, <clears throat> I beat this. Actually, he gets child support. <laughs> Giselle made more. <laughs> that funny. Yeah. yeah, whatever. They have enough money if they lose a, a trillion dollars. We should be. Yes. We should be asking why at Silicon Valley Bank were these people, these big companies, keeping money there that was not federally insured? Why? Why was it that so many very wealthy people, what we consider elite people? 
were banking at this bank? What was going on at this bank to make all of these people put their money at this particular bank, well, even was, though it wasn't What was insured. that guy's name? Barney Frank or somebody like yep, that? Barney that Frank. he was part of having banks collapse in 2008. Yeah, so that's board. a big problem. In previous problem. time as well. He I'm wondering two, what's going on at that million dollars. bank. He made $2 million payout, Barney Frank. Because mm-hmm. he was on that, I think he was on the board yeah. of SVB. I think you're right. It is an interesting subject. We'll continue to follow that. Guys, uh, real quick before we get into Kim Gardner. Um, does anybody care? Is it of concern? It is to me that Joe Biden doesn't do anything before 9 or 9.30 every morning. That's most people's whole day. They- My God, the Navy can go around and, the world by that time. And his former press secretary, circle back lady, comes out and says, this is a big deal that he would come out and talk to the public at 9 a.m. because he doesn't do anything what an idiot. before 9 a.m. I'm like, they need to oh shut my God. her up. She just said that. This is a big deal. They are out in front of this banking industry fiasco. I, Does I that surprise you? No. I oh, mean, no. I, and that doesn't surprise yeah, me. It does Nor surprise do I me. care. Because we know Biden's just sitting in his basement eating Jello and pudding anyway. I mean, does it really matter what time he wakes up? He's not making any of the decisions. It does matter. It, at does. Least it matters a, that at they least said a it. Face for the stuff. It's it matters that they said it. I'm with you on that part. But I mean, but, it, but it it's so it's so p- pathetic and repulsive that the leader of the free world isn't like a CEO that is at the office. Donald Trump at was six o'clock in the morning. He slept three to four hours a night. He was up by 5 a.m. every single morning. Many successful business owners, attorneys, whatever they are, they're up by between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. at the latest. Oh, at the and latest. And they all talk about it. Well, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess going to bed at that you time. Go to bed or, no, you go to bed early. <laughs> you go to bed early and you get up early. Those, if you... The one main comment, all these Fortune 500 company owners, super, super successful people do... They're in bed early and they're up early. And meditation. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And, That's like the second and working thing. out. Yeah. And working out. Yeah. Uh, and this is a self meditation, whether it's like 15 minutes or. So. You need a brain to Our meditate. president literally, literally <laughs> had a woman come out and say, yeah, that's when he does it. I, it's That's a massive concern, Tabitha. Massive, it's a concern that they concern. said it, I guess, but it's not a massive. Okay. In 2021, he spent 101 days. At his house in Delaware. Who knows if he even got up at all. And then in well, 2022, it was more than, what was it? It was nearly 200 days. I think, what was it? 667 days in 2022 that he spent at his Delaware home. I mean, the guy's not functioning at all. We already knew that. And, and you know why they're admitting it? Because they don't care what we think. It doesn't matter. Well, it gets because back we have no say. To the dumbing down of, well, it also gets back to the dumbing down of America. America not caring. Oh, that's all right. I'm going to go back to my cell phone. I'm going to go back to my, as Eric says, lattes. I'm going to go to my nice happy hours. I'm going to live my nice life. And whatever happens, happens. I just like my own little bubble. It's very yeah. comfortable. They don't care that we know. You know, they don't care that we can look at the various Joe Bidens and say, well, that's not the same Joe Biden. These are different people. They have completely different noses, different chins, different hairlines. They don't care that we know. They don't care that we know that that Cami Harris went out on a campaign stop and it wasn't even her, and the press found out it wasn't her, because what does any of it matter? Well, When every time we talk about it, they just delete our comments and ban us and ground us 
and censor us. We are the most oppressive, oppressed group of people in the entire country. And that would be conservatives. Well, it's, it's all theater and they know we know that. Too. It's not even worth talking about it's, anymore because the guy is. Everybody that knows or watches politics, they get Joe Biden. They understand what's happening. He's is, a is Most yeah, he, Democrats do. If you have being you had the Obama administration coming over in the back door, going, "Hey, Joe, how you doing? It's time for your geritol. Oh, by the way, you sign this." And then they they say, "Okay." And by the way, you need to read this on the teleprompter. Try to make some sense. Here we go. Well, as of now, we're told that he is running for president again. One of his opponents will be Donald J. Trump or Ron DeSantis. Very interesting because all the polling has shown that Donald Trump is dominating. Then yesterday morning, a poll was released that was done just in the state of Florida, which had Ron DeSantis with a forty-point lead over Donald. Wait a minute. Say that again. What poll is Every this? single poll you can look. I, I, let me talk. I, okay. I can't talk and look it up at the same time. I multitask, but I'm not good at that. Mo- you can find it. DeSantis' first lead was a 40% lead in the state of Florida. That's it. Just in the state of Florida where people have experienced what they like as Republicans. So that was the first polling. However, he did a book signing yesterday. In Delaware, and it was icy, and he had about a thousand people show up. Yesterday, Donald Trump did a speech in Iowa last night. <laughs> people lined up for 11 hours, and it was sold out, packed to listen to Donald Trump talk. Yeah, but, but Donald Trump is an institution, he is bigger than life. He is. He's the guy when you go to the small towns, there's flags all over the place. He's the guy that has dolls and in, in this but that's why? not that's, DeSantis that is not Ron DeSantis I think people like DeSantis but but think about that thousands of people came out to see Trump how many people come if out he, to see Biden if you said if it was if Tabitha said, he's not in the contest if Tabitha said <laughs> you can't rank the amateurs with the hey, professionals if you want to go you here's here's two tickets we're going to go see DeSantis or we're going to go see Trump I would grab the Trump tickets that fast. That's like Motley Crue and Nickelback. Yes! I mean, you're going to take the Nickelback, right? Nickelback. No, I'm what taking are you talking? Motley what? Crue. Bad, they don't oh, you got to give a different uh, analogy. Okay, okay. Motley, so Crue. Motley Crue and, uh, I don't know, Toto. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Scott, so, I'm just DeSantis is Toto and Motley Crue is... <laughs> See, you're, 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 come on. DeSantis we, we has a better no chance. How about this? How about this? Help me out Motley Crue and Kaja Gugu. Yeah, of course. I don't even oh know who that God. is. There you go. Shiny shine. <laughs> I give DeSantis more credit than that. I think a lot of people would go out and see DeSantis. Quite no, <laughs> no, because because people do want to go to these rallies and they want to. It's called a rally for a reason. And when you go to a Trump rally, it is bombast, bombastic. It is it's heartfelt. It is it is patriotic. It is what it is. It represents okay. us. That's what it does. The dome. Trump comes. Does it sell out? Oh yes. hell yeah! 100%. DeSantis comes. Does it sell? No, out? no, he couldn't he fill know the, the factory. Pageant. <laughs> yeah, right. You and know, he you say he couldn't fill the factory. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't. But that's not. A I mean, bad we, thing. it's not that anyone dislikes him. No, he's just not as polarizing. There you he, go. And, he doesn't have a good exactly stage right. show. His production yes. sucks. Yes, Biden comes yeah. to Frontenac Plaza, and there's and people walk past him to get to the clothes rack. So I mean, it's it, he had I'm, a bad opener. Exactly. It's so the dynamic is not who pulls the lever for who. I'll go to the Trump rally if I'm a soccer mom from Chesterfield. I want to see what this is all about. But as soon as you get me in that booth, 
The only thing I keep thinking about is grab them in the whatever. Oh, my God. Seriously, come on. I, I don't Tabitha, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. That's the minority of conservative women think about that. The Not, minority. No, I'm talking about the fence post independence. You got to worry about there the independents. No the independents aren't going to go or vote for Trump probably anyway, are, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. Well, you today they're going to go indicted. vote for Biden though. Yeah. What? Who knows? In this See, day I don't age. know that they'll vote for Biden either. It's a. This it's, one is. This, it's a fascinating. This one is crazy. It's fascinating. Everyone really I talk is. to though says Trump can't win. Everybody that's, I've talked to says he can't win either, and that, that's disheartening. How? How? How because can't he? Cheat. They will do whatever okay. it takes. Well, then to there cheat. we go. Well, we, but we they're also worried about the people that are in the middle that won't vote for him, and they're just going to vote to keep him out. There you go. That Whether it's sad. a better choice or not, they're going to do it because they don't want to listen to right. his rants. It, Lizzie, you know that's right. I, no, I hear that all the time. You, I'm not it's, saying I agree with it. Yeah. I'm just no, saying that's what I hear. I but, unfortunately hear exactly what you're saying all the time. It's like and you, it's shocking to me that they won't vote for him because he mean tweets. And all I want is, like, I lay in bed at night, cry, wanting my mean tweets back. But <laughs> I can see her holding her pillow, <laughs> sobbing. Give me a, I'm going to send you a mean tweet. Please do. Please do. <laughs> I don't want you to be lonely. Yeah, so please send me a mean tweet. It's like, so it's like I'm conflicted. I used to be the biggest Lakers fan ever. But then when, when King James got on the team, I hate him now. But I still, I love him. I love him and I hate him. But I never want to see the Lakers win whenever LeBron James is on the team because I can't stand him. It's, it's a weird internal feeling that you have to deal with when you get into that voting booth. I hate him, but I love him. I can't stand mm-hmm. Biden, but I can't stand Trump. Trump, stop texting. I mean, that that's the conversation Eric, that goes in people's brains. Trump will win. The reason why I believe Trump will win is because we already know Trump. Whether you like him or don't like him, you already know him. You already know what his policies are going to be. You already know how much better this country was under Trump. And, and I love DeSantis. I really do. And in 2028, I'd be happy to vote for DeSantis. But right now... We don't know DeSantis. We don't know what he's going to do. There's a lot of unknowns. What if we vote for him and he's not a Trump? He doesn't have all these America first policies. You know, what if he, he's just a, it's just a big sham where they want us to think that we need to vote See, for I'm him and then a, he doesn't do anything. I'm part of a Van Halen fan club on Facebook, right? <laughs> so oh I, God, I'm, I'm part go. of a, a forum, right? I go there, and then we talk about all the old days with Van Halen. And then one night, I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel, and there's this little chick called Billie Eilish that doesn't even know who Van Halen is. That's the difference of this election. People don't even know what a DeSantis is, but they but they know what Biden is. And, and in their circles, the liberalism stuff, is it works. So they will pull the, the lever for, for a Joe Biden. They definitely won't pull it for a Trump. They might pull it for a DeSantis. You're talking about the people on the fence. Yes. The independents. Correct. I don't think it I don't think they matter because we the the Trump supporters are the majority. So I don't really think it matters. We got cheated out of our last election because trust me, we would have won with a landslide, which we did, which is proven by all of the forensic audits that overturned some of the biggest counties. It, Trump supporters are the majority. We don't need the votes of those people on the fence. Wait a minute, we so don't need it. So, what so we the, need is a fair election so if you, system. If you wanted to be fair about the people that actually get into their cars on the Tuesday afternoon and go pull the lever, you got to be fair. It's probably 20%. Of, of, of I'm, it's just Trump or nothing. 
It's oh, the, you're so wrong. You're I saying think Trump it, no, or nothing? I, I'm being fair. I'm being Much fair. higher than that. Like, no, no, the base is 20%. The base of what? Of of the electorate for the GOP, right? I I've, I guess you've lost me. I don't so know what you're talking about. So you're thinking 20% is the GOP Correct. would take that away from Trump? 20% of our, the, we're part of the 20%. 20% of the people who are going to vote are Trump no matter what, period. No, that's much higher than 20%. Where, so. where are you, Much Eric? higher than 20%. I, think I don't think like so. 70, Eric, are you in that 20%? I'm mm-hmm. not in that 20%. I want to I want to make sure that they win. They have if to. If you take the it's entire for, if, conservative base, Eric, I'm thinking 70 to 80% or more are for Trump. I do too. I think it's the very small minority of conservatives that are never Trumpers. I, Boy, I'll tell you what, you are rolling the dice with with a Trump Biden. I don't, I'm not rolling the dice. I, I already saw, you are saw rolling how the last election played out. With a Trump, with a DeSantis Biden debate and a DeSantis Biden. I don't think so. People know over. Trump. They know it's what we're getting. Over. People love Trump. Well, people, how about people like to be in the election season and they they actually do like to learn about new people. That's where Obama came from. I'm not against I love DeSantis. I'm not against DeSantis. I I can't wait till he runs in 2028. But this is Trump's time. <laughs> hey, let's laugh at this or get sad by this. Check out Biden's schedule. This is literally his schedule for today. And it's listed through FactBase. Um, if you take a look at it, the president is starting his day at 1130 today. <laughs> Oh. Eleven thirty. I'm ending mine. He's going <laughs> he's getting his daily briefing at eleven thirty. He is in California, so yeah, at twelve o'clock he's out of town for a pool call time. That is one thirty our time. Two o'clock. <laughs> two o'clock, the president departs San Diego for LA. At two forty, Biden arrives in LA. Two fifty, the president departs LA en route to uh El Monte, California. Then he arrives in Omonte at 3.05. At 3.45, the president discusses his efforts to reduce gun violence. Then he's got a break till 7.10. Hours of break. That's called a siesta. Then (laughs) he departs El Monte, California to L.A. Then at 7.35, he departs L.A. for Las Vegas, Nevada. Then he arrives in Las Vegas at 8.40. And then he has his ice cream cone at 10 p.m. and goes to bed. See, Vic, this is easy to solve. Joe Biden, number two, has a full-time job. And he doesn't get off work till noon. So he can't start until about 1 I o'clock. mean. Yeah, he's out of makeup at like 1, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes time to get. You know what it probably is? It probably takes time to Eric, get. Eric, you should run for president. Yeah, they I have to give would, him up and give him medicine. <laughs> it just goes, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying yeah to that. Oh, I was saying sorry. yeah because I was in the middle of saying it, something. It worked for it, though. It was great. I know it felt right. It just felt right. <laughs> when she said yeah, I was like, yeah, she I'm not, I was not talking about Eric. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about Joe Biden getting up in the morning. Hey, they, by, they both work. <laughs> by the way, I wanted to promote something. Um, Tara Lynn Fister, who you guys know, and Tori Allen are going to be at Main Street Honky Talk Thursday night. That's March 16th this week. Um, Scotty, I knew you were involved. I think uh, that's uh, Kevin Malutnik, owner of Strategic Air Services Client. She spent some, didn't she spend time with uh, your. Uh, she's actually out riding with Shannon Nicole, the Weedium, this week in LA. I love her. They're actually now. riding okay. some. Uh, well, she's going to be back Thursday wow. night in St. Charles. That's where we're. Um, I think Kevin did his birthday there, yeah. And Tori was there, and they yeah, were Main Street they Honky were Talk Thursday night. Phenomenal, yeah. They're going to be there, so if people want to check them out, Tara Lynn Fister, Tori Allen, 
big concert, uh, Main Street Honky Talk, coming up on Thursday night. That's going to be such a good show. I hope everyone goes out and sees it. I'll tell you what. Everyone can see the difference between Nashville musicianship and some of the local musicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Her. Because I mean, she's a Nashville musician? Well, ju- there's just it's, it's an different. attitude. It's an attitude and it's a caliber of musicianship that you don't see a lot of, of here. Of entertainer. Okay. Of entertain. Yeah, entertainer. That's what brings Because there's some talented yeah. people here. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm not saying that at all. Well, she's there Thursday night. Hey, guys, we had a final topic we want to finish out today on the podcast. Uh, Kim Gardner back in the news. Busy week. Yesterday was the deadline for her to file her former response formal response, rather, uh, or what you would call a pleading uh, with the judge. Um, So that was supposed to happen yesterday. Now, today, this morning at 9 o'clock, she's scheduled for a deposition under oath with questions from Andrew Bailey's office. He's the Missouri Attorney General about her job performance. So then on Thursday, Gardner faces a deadline to answer a 34-point subpoena from Andrew Bailey. And then, of course, she's going to be questioned on how often police actually sought to charge someone and she refused or put it on the back burner. That was a big deal that Tabitha talked about a lot. Um, she's also going to have to reveal um, documents about complaints against her office from victims. She's going to have to produce timesheets for her staff. I mean, it's a, it's a massive, massive deal. Many who understand the law and the situation that Gardner's in say that she is in a much worse spot than she was last year when she went before the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, that was a disciplinary hearing. She basically got a slap on the wrist, and that was over the Greitens case. So um, we had Brad Young on who said, yeah, he thinks that she's going to lose in court. Then maybe she'll try to appeal to the Missouri Supreme Court. She will. And then will there be a different feeling? But it's a massive week for her. Heck, we had somebody who came out yesterday on Fox News. Uh, there was a story on Fox News yesterday. Lizzie put it forward about Kim Gardner. Yeah. Um, do you remember what you sent me, Lizzie? Yes, just that, um, just a little bit about Kim Gardner and about the things that you are saying coming up. And um, if she continues, this isn't necessarily on that. I think she's in big trouble this time, and that's basically what the articles are saying, because of what she had done to the girl, Janae, that resonated with even Democrats this time. So Eric and I kind of talked about this off air. She's not an intelligent person. Soros picked her because she is dumb. She's stupid. I'm sorry, but she is. So she hasn't literally done anything the entire time she's been office but try to get Eric Greitens out and then just muddy the waters she will not be able to answer these questions that are coming up in the deposition she can't even do it and it's not because she's a democrat it's because she's stupid she really is she is not smart well it's not only a St. Louis story it's a national story being printed all over it's not on CNN but it's all over Fox News that's right well it's important because there's so many precedents being built right now you have the Kim Garner thing, which is really the George Soros thing to me. It's like if you are in a George Soros city, Chicago, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and Tabitha knows them all. I mean, we could put it about on a whiteboard. But if you're a George Soros city, there is a remedy for that maybe coming down the pike. If St. Louis can make this happen, you can get George Soros prosecutors out of there, hopefully. If And that's what I, this we're in this weird state of going to court and fighting against this woke stuff now this is one of them but it will this if, this will probably end up in the supreme court but I how say, will the supreme court see it 
Eric. You, you mean the Missouri State Supreme Court? Because Board? eventually, I think this fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. I, I, I but think she that was, that's it. I, I think the Missouri. It. I think the, the on the merits. Right? And that's what they always talk but about on the merits. But she was elected. What kind of president does who this Who cares? Out? There's a check and a balance what if, for what everything. What if somebody doesn't like Eric Schmidt? They say, oh, Hold on, well, Pam. we don't like him. It's time on, to get Pam. rid of him. The negativity, I can only get to 930 for it's negativity. It's not negativity. Because it's a fact of law. No, no. Hold on. I think that the what you said is, okay, we elected you. All right. We elected you to do a job. You have failed with a capital F. No question she has you failed. You have failed. At doing your job, I don't care who the hell elected you. And we talked about this with with uh, Brad. Is that if you hired the dog catcher and there's a billion dogs all over the place, you're impeached. Eric, we all if understand you are in this. charge of potholes and you're in Cancun, Mexico, you're impeached. I get it. We I agree with you. No, I'm not saying how I feel. I'm talking about when it gets to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court they, will say you're out. And they have I to think. make a decision. They're going to be looking at things you and I aren't looking at. On the at. merits. And on it the merits. could be that, hey, her constituents, regardless matter. of her incompetence, that's what they voted for. No, because in because in the law, and I w- can we this call, has become can a legal. Yeah, no, it's become a legal issue. In it the is law, now, it says, it's not about constituents anymore, which blew my mind. Yeah, in the law, if you are uh, derelict in your duty, it's in the law. I'm you have you. to prove the dereliction of duty. It seems like they have it well underhand to, to prove dereliction of duty, especially if they have judges in that district that said, she's lying. We basically have no idea what she's talking about. But the Bar Association will support her. There will be people that will support her. I'm I, As much as I will be so thankful if she loses her job, if she loses her law license, I'm just not so confident it's going to happen, unfortunately. I'm much more confident. Much more than I was the last time. the decision will be different with the Missouri Supreme Court this time around. I really do. Because I hope it, and pray you are right. But Andrew Bailey isn't just saying, I don't like her. This is a legal. Absolutely. It's become a massive legal. And the, she, the she evidence, needs to go. And, and believe it or not, the evidence now is there. That wasn't there for the last time when they went through the Missouri Supreme Court about what was alleged. Even in, for a lot of people get pissed off about the Greitens situation and her lead investigator, there was a lot of, quote, innuendo. Now there's direct fact of, oh, well, we're signing off on papers to release people. We're not. And the whole situation with victims' testimony, now there's proof of a job not being done yes. regardless if people voted for her yes. or not. I, now, hope, I hope you're right. Now, if and when she's removed... Parts of St. Louis may burn for a while. Oh, it is. It's, and it's going to be huge riots. I say that, but what we're told is in St. Louis, the people who are voting, the small percentage, the twenty yeah. to twenty-eight percent, um, if that much, is still the minority. I think Tashara Jones could come out and, and quell any riots. I do. I think Tashara could come out and say, "Look, oh come on, are you serious? She knows they're coming for her next." No, she's hold on, hold on. And look at Corey Bush, six hundred and what thirty something thousand dollars of taxpayer money to her private security that's not even licensed security. Why aren't people coming after her? It's next. It's just Kim Gardner's the biggest state. She's the biggest one. Yeah, people don't like Corey Bush anymore. And I know that St. Louis voted for them, but what? Corey's constituents love her. They do. They do love her. But that's a very small group of people. And what she's doing is illegal. You cannot, you you can't take six hundred plus thousand dollars of taxpayer money and pay your boyfriend and other private security. You just can't do that. I pray this is a domino effect. I mean, I mean, I know 
that I'm being maybe too optimistic, but this has got to stop. I mean, eventually this has got to stop. So yeah. I'm hoping this is the thing that stops St. Louis um, and letting these people get by with this. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I guess you're right, Tab. There's only so much the governor can do. There's only so much the AG can do. There's only so much that the Congress can do in the government. I mean, they're trying to get the police back. They're trying to get this twit out of office. I say that with um, a scientific um, feeling in my heart. She is a twit. You know, not this and weekend, but the next weekend coming up is another one of those volleyball tournaments. So I'm sure, and that and brings in thousands and thousands of people. So Tashara Jones needs to come out and either the road right in front of the America Center, do something about it, or something else is going to happen. And what does that look I, like I, for I, St. Louis? I tell you what, maybe this year is fine. They're going to keep those bookings. I, if you are the volleyball association or any association to use downtown St. Louis, are you maybe thinking twice about that next time? I asked that question. And I think because there's so much support around Janae, they're going to continue to have it there, but they have had second thoughts. Like, should we have it there? Should we not have it there? I wouldn't. And they're going to, but let's see how that's handled. Hopefully St. Louis handles this better. Well, that's why Tashara, I've always said, I'm going to keep an eye on Tashara, and I'm going to reserve judgment. She could go down two paths. She could. She could say that the decision that the AG made was probably the proper one. As a matter of fact, we have an AG coming in here that we think is going to do a fantastic job. They did it with the chief of police. I, you you got to reserve judgment on him for a while. I don't, I don't reserve judgment on her, Eric. You know why? You know what she's doing today instead of worrying about these issues? I do not know. Worrying about crime. She's getting to, together her reparations staff. They're going to have a committee meeting today to determine how much free money is going to be given out to... It's not free money. Are you, now, oh no, it's not free money. It's it's your money. It's taxpayer money. Is it taxpayer? It, it or is, is it the money that all it, money or is taxpayer money? A, a lot is of it, it is the this, money that came from the Rams. Yes, and some of it is that too. But ultimately, still, that was your money too. Is that true, Vic? I it have is. to go to you because you know everything. No, I don't know everything. <laughs> he I, never believes me. me, so he's got to ask you. No, it's true. <laughs> I don't believe her, so I have to ask you. She's right. <laughs> You're like daddy. <laughs> Eric, Vic is the dad of the peanut gallery. I'm you're like the daddy. siblings that fight. Uh -huh. You're the dad. Yeah, I'm Straightening dad. it all no, out. Yeah, I wish. No, trust me. I'm Thank a you, nothing. Daddy. I'm a nobody. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I'm anybody. I, it is true, Eric. Yeah, it is. It's sad. So she's, it's think sad. about this when Eric, she's taking taxpayer money and some of the money from the whatever, uh, Rams money, and giving it out in reparations. Some of it. But not paying police. Not paying, not paying police. police. So we've got to bring in the state to handle the police department and hire more police officers, which you're paying for. We're all in this room paying for. Think about that. The city's money is being used to give out as handouts for free to, but to it's people. Not, but none of us live in the city. And but you're still all, paying for it. I, but the people who live in the city, Eric? They're really getting screwed. Oh, my God. This is crazy. I'd say sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm, in, I'm not awake yet. <laughs> I'm waking up to some Well, weird... now there's a Roger Murphy. He was the one that warned young people not to go into law enforcement at all because if you continue to have a Sarlsback DA, it's just not worth it. So if people keep in coming Saint, out like In St. Louis. Correct, in St. Louis. But I think that's the same and probably in all big well, cities. Be. Well, Kim yeah. lost her most experienced um, assist assistant circuit attorney last week, too. An African-American man hung it up, and he was the one that he was left that was the most experienced. 
That's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. It's a failure for the city because we know she herself doesn't prosecute cases. So apparently now there's no one left that will prosecute. (laughs) You're not wrong. That's scary. No, I'm not just joking. That's actually the truth. She has never herself prosecuted a case. She relies on her staff to prosecute prosecute cases. There's no staff left. There are no people. People are not being prosecuted. And then you know what happens when people aren't prosecuted? They're let go because under our Constitution, you're guaranteed a speedy trial. If you can't have a speedy trial, guess what? You get to go home. That seems like, but you're right. But that's what's happening for sure. Melody on the chat line is saying there's people from like the Metro St. Louis City Police that are now going out in her area and she lives in Cuba. So they're like going to Franklin County and Crawford County and cleaning up those areas because those areas are are nice. I'm not saying they're not nice, but there was crime and drugs and all that. And she's saying that these officers from the city are cleaning up rural now. That is true. As a matter of fact, it's funny you say that because I'm going to Cuba, Missouri today. Love it's Cuba. It's actually pronounced Love. Cuba. 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 <laughs> Love Cuba. You know, my my family's the, from the, that the area. The tale of two cities is crazy. Right underneath the Kim Gardner headline, suspect in the St. Peter shooting at the Schnooks. Mm-hmm. He shot the lady in the mm-hmm. face. Yes. He turned himself in. You know why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because our law enforcement out here doesn't put up with that garbage. No, they will hunt you down. And they did. And this guy is a complete thug, and he's a moron. Because well, yeah, but he's not from St. Louis, is he? I thought uh, who he was, cares? Where I he's thought from. Fa- he was from. He's from O'Fallon, Illinois, yes. the Metro East. Okay, if that was to happen on on Minnesota Avenue down in St. Louis, or if it was to happen in on Washington Avenue in St. Louis, this guy would have disappeared into the shadows. But our law enforcement, they have a task force that that protects against stolen cars. They have police presence in a lot of major areas. They have detectives that hunted this cat down. And they have a mom who's thankful that she didn't get, you know, shot in the face for vain. In vain. Correct. <laughs> so the tale of two cities is St. Charles versus St. Louis proper. And that's what it should be so embarrassing to St. Louis. Is yeah, this was this happens in your neck of the woods. Why don't you guys go fix these problems? Mm-hmm. This guy will remain in jail on a million-dollar bond. He'll be put into the court system, and he'll probably go to jail for 20 years for something like this. Well, that's what should happen to somebody. Yeah, that's exactly what should happen. And do you even think, well, we know that Kim Gardner doesn't care. I really don't. She doesn't care. It's not she, that she doesn't care. She she thinks she's the, the linchpin in a certain in a play. I think she does care, but... I, no, job, she doesn't, Vic. The she, job, the job performance has not. Been no, there. she doesn't because here's the deal. It, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, and then we can we can call it a day. When you are the person involved with making your community safe, and you went to college to understand that justice system should be blind, and it's just this, it's it's a it's a scaled system, and you put the evidence on one scale, and you basically judge without looking at anybody's skin color. Yet, in the media, you use skin color and social terms as a a reason to do your job. At that point, it does seem like Lady Justice has lifted up the blind a little bit. Well, you have to think about what what Kim Gardner cares about. What she cares about is not what we care about. What she is concerned with is putting people, innocent people in jail. She, She actually thinks every single person is innocent. And the police, the courts have to prove to her that they're guilty. Let's say that you're a pilot. 
and you are work for Delta, and your job is to get people safely from St. Louis to Los Angeles. But one day you're like, you know what? I've had enough of this industry. It's so boring. I'm going to do some barrel rolls out going out towards Los Angeles. <laughs> and I'm going to make this 727 or 737 oh flip around a few times. You think you would be Maverick. fired? You think you would be fired from that job as the left seat pilot of Delta Airlines? Of course you would. Because you're not doing your job properly. That's what we need a prosecutor. I don't give a damn what your ideology is. Do it outside of your job. Your job, once you're here, is to never use the word skin color, race, or anything. I'm sorry. I was. I would. Now I'm the prosecutor of St. Louis, and I don't care what your skin color is. If you do X crime, you're going to jail for X amount of time. And that's where the frustration with a lot of people is. Do your social justice warrior crap after you've served your term. Write a book. Go to rallies. Protest. Get Madonna over to your house. Whatever you need to do, get George Soros over for a barbecue, but not while we are paying you. And that's where I hope this AG just rails her. Well, we'll find out more about deposition if she shows up, uh, that sort of thing. Hey, guys, before we get out of here today, I had to let you know, the South by Southwest Festival, movie festival, was going on. Are you familiar with that one, Tabitha? I am. Okay, there's an actress. I knew her by face, but not by name. Tilda Swinton. Of course, I know who she is, yeah. Okay, she said she was done with COVID mandates. She said at the festival publicly, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. She's adamant she'll never wear a mask again. And she said that on the set of her new project, despite being asked to do so. Um, you can look her up. The stories there are a couple different publications, including Fox. Quote, I'm actually just about to start shooting a picture in Ireland, and I was told, full disclosure... And I'm sure this is being recorded. People in Ireland might hear it to wear a mask at all times. And she's like, I won't do it. I'm not wearing a mask because I'm super healthy and I've had COVID so many times. I'm so full of antibodies and I have faith. Okay. Another actress going public saying, I'm and done. There are so many I, recently. I, I'm done with it. And, and she's fairly accomplished as well. Um, she is. So. Okay, another one jumping into the whole situation regarding what happened. We didn't even talk about it. Woody Harrelson calling out Big Pharma. Well, I know we, we last, talked about it, but last we never month. Did get to so it. there was another actor that wasn't afraid to say something publicly, but that was a story that just came out today as well regarding mask. If you want to wear it, great, but she's being told she has to, and she's like, I'm not wearing it. Good for her. And ESPN's doing commercials or promos with people wearing masks again. Uh, what, well, I didn't see that. I'll have to find it. What was the commercial? It, it was for shirts. It was a promo T-shirt thing. It was, I'll, show, I'll bring it to you. You know, someone said well, well, yesterday, what? did you hear that the masks at, I believe it was St. Luke's Hospital, and I can't remember which other one, they're getting ready to lift the mask mandates at some of our local hospitals. hospitals. Okay. Yes, which is really good that's news good. if that's the case. I bet that's true. I was at um, the SSM St. Joe's West, and there was people that had masks, but they didn't make you have it. My husband and I didn't have it on the entire time, and the nurses all had them down by their mouth. So I bet they're about done there, too. I, I, am I the only one that walks into a restaurant and someone's still wearing a mask? Am I the only one that says they don't work? I've, and I I've look directly at him. I go, you know, that doesn't work, right? Yeah, I've been known to do that, I don't that ever too. say that to anyone. I'm sorry. It's so mean, but I want to help them so I don't bad. care because, you know what, I, I support told the, people the that? freedom, I have, so I don't care yeah. if they wear but, theirs. But, Vic, I was just mad that day. I was I was just antsy. No, I get it. Trust me. And but I what was, about the a person's freedom to choose what they want to do? I, I want them to choose the proper thing. <laughs> I guess 
Michelle like you, Michelle says she <laughs> says it all the time, Eric. I do too, Eric. I, I try not to, and I've embarrassed my younger one, but I usually don't say it unless it's the lady with the mask that will like knock me over with a grocery cart in Deerberg's, and I will just say, yeah. you know what, you could see better if you didn't have the mask yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't make, no, I should. I, I want should people to know it. I'm liberal. Get out of my way. Right. It is virtue signaling. Because, I mean, they know it doesn't work either. They know it. They know I don't it. think they do. And don't really? They're, they're brainwashed. Okay. It happens. I see Scotty wear a mask in the Carol House Lounge. editing room yes, all the yeah, time. Yeah, there's he Scotty. He's got his mask on. You guys can't you see guys it, are but all Scotty diseased. has. Yes, we are. <laughs> hey, I, I came up with a t-shirt idea, though. What's that? It's going to be FJB, you know. Uh-huh. Love it. But it was going to say... Find Jesus, boy. Oh, oh, love it! That is great. Hey, I got a message that they said they only wear a mask at a PRL concert. <laughs> but that's With not for reason. that's not for the cupcake. That's uh, for something totally different. That's for venereal diseases yeah. and herpes. Got, oh, we got to get out of here on that, guys. We appreciate you jumping in today for the show. Cancel this. Cancel this show. Uh, as always, thanks for joining us. Share the show. Subscribe, like, um, jump in. Um, if you want to donate, we love that as well. Check out our sponsors, our partners. We play those ads for you as well. And, of course, we'll come back and try to do it again tomorrow. Even better. Have a great 314 day. It's not 636. It's 314. Yeah, you people in 636 have a bad day. Everyone yeah. else in 314, you have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Gurk and Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Have a great day, and thanks for watching. Cancel this.